Welcome back. Episode number 25. Thanks for joining us again, folks. Ryan, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, real good. Excited about episode 25 for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, you know, episode 25, 25 years ago, what was I doing? 25 years ago, I was 25. And uh, so the world knows you and I had been friends for about a year, 25 years ago. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And the the reason we're friends, this is how the story goes. Jimmy and I were in school together. Probably about this time we were getting ready for finals and uh, Jimmy stole my netter, which. (laughs) (laughs) That's a book. Just, just so people, let's be clear. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I, we had, we had this uh, netter book, which was a illustrated by a guy named netter. It was a illustrated book of human anatomy. Jimmy didn't steal it, but somehow it went missing. So I just asked him if he had my netter for 25 years. He keeps asking me why I accused him of stealing his, my <laughs> netter book. I never did. <laughs> it's, it's ongoing folks. 25 years of torture. In fact, I think one year you sent me a netter. You got it on Amazon or something like that and sent me one about 12 years ago. It showed up with a new netter book in my house. Maybe maybe I told you I got it off That's of it. Amazon. It, it might actually be your netter. <laughs> maybe I did steal it. <laughs> well, no, nobody, nobody but me will ever know. <laughs> Taking that so to my grave. For 25 episodes. Yeah. For 25 episodes, I've been looking forward to this story. So I didn't think we'd ever make it here, but Jimmy's a thief, but I still <laughs> hang out with him. Here we are. A repentant thief. Let, let, let me do that. Repentant thief, because he did send it to me a while back. <laughs> I just so needed, I needed to make space. <laughs> <laughs> no further use for, for my netter. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, I mean, it was like the most innocent thing, too. I was just big, hey, man, have you seen my netter? What? I, I didn't steal, steal it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Friends ever since. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolute guilt. <laughs> All right, folks. A few updates just to let you know that the Oldsmobile Cutness, Cutlass Cruiser SL Wagon sold for 11800 which, if you remember, is about 6000 less than sticker price back in... 1992 and the 92 Chevy Cavalier wagon sold for 9,600, which is a, you know, better value because the sticker on that one was uh, 12 grand, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, you're making money on the, the base models. It's a good showing for those cars. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you spend that kind of money on an old Cavalier or an old Oldsmobile, but <laughs> more power to you. I guess that leaves more money for the resto mods, doesn't it, Jimmy? I would think, yeah. Yeah. The LS motor and the exhaust, custom exhaust. All right. And let's see. Jimmy's other auction from last week was the No Reserve Ford GT order kit that sold for $4,500. Wow. That's that's uh, impressive. Price. Yeah. Yeah. They've had a couple here on Bring a Trailer. The first one, like you mentioned last week, sold for like $8,100. They had one a couple of weeks ago that sold for uh, $4,500. But I started reading about this, like who gets them, why would they get them, and so forth. Uh, in April of April of 2016, Ford announced that it will expand the production of this Ford GT to an additional 350 units, bringing the total to 1350. 
Um, and in November of 2016, they'll begin accepting new applications from prospective GT buyers. Uh, and it says, you know, know what to expect when you apply to buy your $500,000 for GT. So these order kits that are, that are being distributed are people that who have won been accepted by Ford for the potential to actually buy one of these. And so if you have one that are coming up for sale, it's meant to stay with the car because once you get your car, you get this replica VIN tag that you can affix to the top of the carbon fiber box that all of these little trinkets came in in order to do it. So maybe some people just didn't, you know, they want the extra $4,000 to go with their half a million dollar car. They need that extra money, I guess, for <laughs> gas. I don't know. <laughs> well, change. Yeah. But as I started looking through this article about how this is, they ask a lot of questions. Um, the first is, you know, what's the purpose? Why do you have, what do you want one of these? And they get preference to people that are Ford GT owners, or you say, I own a Ford vehicle, or you work with Ford or motorsport enthusiasts and so forth. And then it asks for dealers. Um, if you have a GT, what's the VIN number? You know, they like people to race them. So they said, if you race, what the club are you racing in? How often are you racing? You own a Mustang, you know, whatever. What are the Ford vehicles that you've owned in the past? And this is where I started to get a little chuckle because I thought maybe if Jimmy had an opportunity to, <laughs> to order a Ford GT, that Ford says, hey, what what Ford did you own in the past? Oh, like a 74 four-door Maverick? Is that what year it was? 75, yeah, 75 Ford yeah. Maverick, yeah. And then you have, what, like an 85 Ford uh, Ranger? 86 Ford Ranger, uh, <laughs> 77 Ford F100, and uh, 97 Ford Ranger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all very modern vehicles, and and a '65 uh, uh, Mustang. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't run in the garage. Yep. So I think that would be a fun thing for you to apply to one of these and just see what they say. <laughs> you know, like, hey, what kind of Fords do you have? Well, just run through it. Uh, pretty interesting application process. Lots of pages about if you're a car collector, what cars do you have? What motorsport community are you a part of? Uh, you know, your style, they have, they have you upload videos of cars that you drive, how you drive them. And then you submit your application. And then the other thing that's fascinating is they've actually hired, uh, I don't know if it's more than one, but there is one for sure that does a YouTube video on this. That is your Ford GT personal concierge. And so once you're accepted, this concierge calls you up. And I guess that's how you walk through uh, the decisions you've made from your Ford GT order kit as you speak to your personal concierge. I've decided on the red stripe. No, 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 no. Orange, <laughs> orange. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, they got to do this for all cars. They need to do it for, you know, the Ford Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to make a video of my driving style. And what, what I do is get, get the, uh, get the MG out. And just what I would do is, is, uh, sh and, and I, I'm not, uh, I don't own a pair of driving gloves, but I would go out and buy driving gr gloves for this particular purpose. And I would, I would show a video of me putting driving gloves on, and then I would get in the car and drive and I would drive like 30 miles an hour. <laughs> and I would just be gripping the wheel with those gloves, you know, like I was tearing it up. <laughs> 
<laughs> Grind a few gears, miss ah. a few shifts. <laughs> It'd be all about those driving gloves. <laughs> just what, what, a, what a process, though. Can you imagine? I mean, if you got that kind of money and you just, that's what you want to do. I mean, it's, I guess that's, they mentioned several times in the article, this is a very similar way that Ferrari does it. You know, it's, it's a hard thing to get into. Well, that's like that. Uh, remember we saw that, uh, I forget what, what dealership it was at. It was up here in Louisville somewhere, but that spiker, remember that? Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. they take your measurements and they build the seat to your body. Wow. Um, and, uh, uh, one of our reps was telling me he had a friend that was very wealthy and, uh, he was so wealthy. He had one built and he didn't have time and didn't care to get fitted for the seat. He just told him to estimate it. So, wow. yeah. And I forget what those cars cost, but it was, you know, a, uh, sizable, uh, amount of money. Uh, but yeah, well, that was part of the process. To build a spiker? I don't know. I don't know. He didn't say, but that was part of the process was getting it fitted to your size, you know? Yeah. But think about that as an adult man. You eat six, seven cheeseburgers in that time period. That seat's not going to fit you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When, when are we taking the measurements? Before or after lunch? <laughs> yeah. All right, Jimmy. What are you looking at this week? Well, I uh, look. At, I'm looking at a couple of things, and one of them uh, ended today, uh, and it sold for sixty thousand uh, dollars. Very neat, uh, neat thing. 1954 Jaguar XK120 SE Roadster 4.2 liter project. Uh, <clears throat> real pretty light blue car. Uh, essentially a uh, kind of a hot rod uh, Jaguar XK120. Uh, Looked like it was on a modified uh, XK150 chassis to give it more leg room. And then had some parts and pieces from other uh, cars. Uh, an XKE engine. Uh, for more power, uh, uh, transmission, you know, a gearbox that went with that, uh, and, and just some other things. And it, 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 it appeared to not need a whole lot to, to finish it. Most of the major work had been done, but the funny part about it was the seller explains all that at the very beginning of the auction. And I guess due to the nature of, uh, bring a trailer and scrolling down, you know, how you scroll from the top to the bottom. Uh, he, the seller had to state like four times to look mm-hmm. at the beginning of the, of the auction where he described what needed to be done to complete the, uh, the, uh, project, uh, because everybody kept asking, well, what's left to be done, you know, and they didn't scroll down and that question was asked probably four times. So I thought that was, uh, kind of funny, uh, that you would have enough, uh, interest to ask the question, but not enough to read all the way through it before you. (laughs) It sounds like me. Yeah. How quickly can I get through this? (laughs) Yeah. See, I I don't, uh, I don't really want to interact with people. So I would be more likely to read it before, uh, I interacted with them because of that, that part of me. Uh, (laughs) what, and then I would interact with them as minimally as I could if I was interested in something, you know. So I don't that's think I, would, I, I think that's the only reason because I am impatient and I would otherwise fall victim to that same thing. Like, oh, what's needed to be done on it? And then I would default to don't want to talk to this person. Then I would read <laughs> it and then 
And then I would, that's the only thing, that's the only thing that would save me from doing that. So I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just, I thought it was funny that it, you know, four times he had to say that. So it's it's funny, but it, but it looks like somebody got a, you know, pretty good deal. Uh, It's an interesting, it, it strikes me as interesting because it's not a purist car, but boy, I would imagine from a standpoint of driving this thing, it's, it's something. And, and, the complaint that I hear about the XK120s is just the lack of uh, uh, legroom and uh, for you know modern sized people, uh, right. and so it seems like they, it seems like this this project has uh, has taken that variable out of the equation. So just a just a neat car. It's interesting. What else you got? The other one I was looking at um, was a '67 uh, Ford Mustang Coupe uh, 390. And uh, that one is uh, bid currently to $31,250. It ends in about uh, 15 hours, 15 hours and 40 minutes. Um, I picked it because uh, it is lime gold paint, and that's in keeping with our uh, green paint theme. And uh, of note that this car... Uh, and I didn't see a reason in the uh, comments, but this car was sold last year uh, to uh, uh, somebody for $49,999 on Bring a Trailer back at May 15th of last year. And it's up for sale again, but again, didn't see a reason uh, in the comment section. Yeah, usually that's the first thing people ask, why such a quick sale? But it's, uh, I mean, it's a pretty cool color. I always wonder why somebody does that. There was a, somebody asked the question in the comments because it's currently at 31,000 and it's a 67. One of the questions was, will it hit 67,000? I mean, I don't understand those kinds of questions. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Just, Just gotta make a comment. So. Yeah, maybe, and maybe that's my point with the other thing too. Like, I just I'm not eager to comment on things. I, I'm I'm eager to let people who know things talk and 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 contribute and just kind of stay out of people's way in general, right? Or say something funny. If I if I had something funny to say, I would I would throw that in there. Yeah, he he's actually won on he won a, a Toyota pickup truck. This guy that made that comment. So congratulations. You want it on June 2nd. I love how you can do that. Click on somebody's name. tells you what they bid on, where they got to, and all that fun stuff. So, anyway, good luck with the auctions on those two. Good picks, Jimmy. I like that Mustang. See, for today, the first one I've got is over at Cars and Bids. And I picked the longest name I could find. It's a 1997 Toyota Land Cruiser Prado Active Vacation 4x4 which is an ultra-rare factory camper package, turbo-diesel-powered, four-wheel drive JD import with a U.S. title. There you go. That Are we out of time now since you said yeah. that? We have to <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> See you next week. We'll go over this auction. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, I picked this because I'm like, why do they have so many? Why, why is there so much going on with this thing? As I look at it, it's actually, I mean, it's a Land Cruiser. It looks like a normal Land Cruiser. It is right-hand drive. It's imported from Japan. But I wanted to see, you know, active vacation. What are they talking about? Well, in the back, 
there is a tiny little one burner gas operated stove it's factory and a tiny little sink so i guess you could boil water if you want to and then if you close the lids on both of those things the sink and the <coughs> the sink and the the burner you can lay down panels and create a bed and in the first photo they simply have the panels down in that back section. So if you've ever seen the back of a Land Cruiser, it's probably maybe, I don't know, three and a half feet across and maybe two feet deep. I'm like, who's sleeping in that? But you can actually fold <laughs> the seats down and extend the panels to the back. So it's still kind of a tight cramped camping space, but I guess you could sleep there. And then if you like the swing, well, it's, door a, it's an active vacation. Oh, You're not sleeping. It doesn't slam shut. <laughs> yes, it is. And then the other part that makes this absolutely <laughs> horrible is it has what's called a body lift. And so if you scroll through the photos, they just put spacers between the body and the frame. So in multiple views, like directly from the rear, you can see the entire frame. If you look at it from the side, you can see over the top of the tires, but underneath the tire well to daylight on the other side. It just looks goofy to me. Body lifts are weird to me. I don't know why you'd ever do that to a truck. What are your thoughts on a body lift, Jimmy? Yeah, I ignored the body part of it and and uh, and heard lift, and I got excited, and then I saw what it was, and it it yeah, it was a it was a grand disappointment. <laughs> oh, yeah, body lift. <laughs> My bad. They just look silly. <laughs> that's that's all. But you know, in defense of this, on the side on the back door, it does say "active vacation." in stickered letters. So, you know, at least you know what it is. is and that's, no be confused. it seems like an oxymoron, you know, well, that it seems confusing in and of itself though. Active vacation. <laughs> All right. No, that's what we're doing. It's going to be sitting around on mine. All right. My second car. Leisurely vacation. Game. That's the other car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Second one, leisurely vacation. 905. Now, I have a 1970, it's a no-reserve car, Lancia Fulvia Rally 1.6 HF Fanalone. I don't know who's naming these cars. It sounds extremely like dirty. This? It's an Italian-designed <laughs> car. Yeah, it's, it's tiny and gray. Um. And I'll tell you why I picked it in a moment. But first, I wanted to read a few of the things in the comments that I found entertaining. First is, it says, this is a fantastic opportunity for discerning fullest to acquire one of the very best. I hope to never meet a fullest in my lifetime. And then the is second that, comment. Is that something you have to take an antibiotic for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I have people call all the time. I've got the fullest. How do I fix it? <laughs> oh, we're going to get you on the antibiotics. Clear you right up. That's right. And then this other fellow says, Fulvias have changed my life. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I'm still confused on both of those comments. <laughs> is that is that good or bad? <laughs> yeah. Bad. <laughs> A fully killed my father. 
coming to get you, Fulvia. <laughs> but the real reason I, I picked it is because I'm a child. Like, I've got the brain of a 12-year-old kid. It's ridiculous. I don't. I, time, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see a Lancia Fulvia, the only thing I think of is Seinfeld. It was actually the 60th episode, the one called the Junior Mint episode. <laughs> Jerry's Jerry called his girlfriend Mulva because he couldn't remember her name. <laughs> so when I see the word Fulvia, I think of Mulva. Um, yeah, it seems, so as, it seems dirty. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. As the story goes in the Seinfeld episode, Jerry is unable to remember the name of the woman he's dating, but their relationship has gone too far. So he doesn't want to ask her what her name is. So he's trying to find it out in roundabout ways, always introducing her, but she never says her name. And so finally he asks if any kids, he, you know, he said, people always used to make fun of my name in school. Did ever, you know, make fun of your name? And she said, yes, she was relentlessly teased because her name rhymes with a part of the female anatomy. And Jerry and George come with possible candidates, and George suggests Mulva. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember the end of that episode. Uh, you know, she's like, "You don't know my name, do you?" And he's just saying all these <laughs> really weird names that remind with female body parts. And then is he yells out the window, "Dolores!" <laughs> so anyway. I forgot yeah. how good the writing was on that show. It's just oh, phenomenal. Brilliant. So thanks to my childhood 12-year-old brain and the hilarious episodes of Seinfeld, you will get to hear about an update about Alancia Fulvia next week, whether you want to hear one or not. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wish everybody good luck with the auctions this week. I, I hope you... Uh, sell well. I hope the Fulvia goes for a lot. Um, you know, maybe Jerry Seinfeld will buy it. Maybe it reminds him of his TV girlfriend, Mulva. Well, and I, I hope that, uh, thoughts? yeah, I hope that, uh, Land Cruiser sells, uh, so that the, uh, the seller can take an active vacation, uh, you know, with the funds, <laughs> I guess that's what they're going to do. <laughs> Whatever that is. We're going skiing. Great. Have fun. Well, he might be <laughs> certainly might be going off roading, but he's not going to be able to go very far just with a body lift. You body know, lift. It looks like it could go anywhere, but it can't. Yeah, you think he, he pulls up? Uh, you pull up at one of those off roading camps and that, and they're like, "Oh, body lift. Good luck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, having said that, so good luck good with luck. the auction. <laughs> yeah, we'll see who's going on vacation and who's, uh, you know having a Jerry Seinfeld car. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Have a good week.